So this is Rochelle Austin with Spades and Salt Lifestyle Entrepreneur, and I'm actually doing this podcast live this go around. I had a couple of things within the last couple of days that really got my mind thinking about how we view um, <clears throat> luck, how we view different superstitions. Now, I I wouldn't consider myself a superstitious person. Um, but I do find myself that when somebody, you know, especially when sickness rolls around and um, we have, you know, different friends, you know, I, I do the workout group and they'll say, oh my gosh, our family, we were just slammed with the flu and, you know, we've been so sick and, you know, this is the second time it's hit us. I'll find myself wanting to knock on wood somewhere saying, oh my gosh, we haven't been sick yet and hopefully that'll never happen. But why do we do that? Um, and I also think that when somebody finds a penny heads up on the on the ground, they'll pick it up. It's their lucky penny, lucky feathers, lucky rabbit's feet, uh, your favorite pair of socks that you wear to every single basketball game, and they could probably walk themselves off the court after you're done because they refuse to wash them because they're so lucky. Your favorite number. I mean, the list can go on and on and on. The you know your um, uh, a shooting star coming across and you're making a wish on that. I think we're all trying to somehow connect where luck and something that's logical meet, you know, and we're always looking for signs that are going to feed that uh, subconscious mind or that emotion that we have. And case in point, so there's a couple of them that I wanted to tell you. Yesterday, I had the privilege of actually being on a call. And so it's where actually hundreds of people are able to jump on. And we have people within the United States, Australia, Canada, um, and maybe some other people elsewhere. They're able to jump on and receive um, some great information. So I was asked to present just a short little section. And... I, you know, I talked about just the struggles in my business and where I am now and how to recoup from that and some, uh, you know, trying to develop myself and immerse myself in learning and to be able to give back and add value and those kind of things that I know that you've heard from me before. And, and after my thing was done, I decided to stay on the line a little bit and listen to some of the other speakers behind me. And one of them I thought was very interesting. So guys, I'm a religious person. I, <laughs> there are some things that I do believe, but there are some other things that I, that I don't believe. And so I'm going to be polarizing about that. And, and hopefully I don't offend anybody. And if I do, oh, well, that's just the way it is. But there was one person on there that spoke specifically about the different things that she was noticing. And one, one of them was she noticed that a feather had fallen and it kind of came out of the sky and, and it landed on at her feet. And she took that as a sign for doing something that she needed to be doing. That's baloney. And I'm not saying that, and it's hard because we're really emotionally attached to different things because we want to experience. We want to have confirmation that what we're doing is the right thing. And so that was her way. She named off some different other things that moved her into action. I will tell you, you know what? You could have all the signs and symbols in the world and you just, you don't need to rely on those things to get your booty into action and to do what you need to do. And so is there luck in the stars? There's luck up here, right? That's really where it all comes from is your subconscious. And T. Harvecker, blessed love and heart, he always has something for everything. But one of his actual wealth principles that he talks about, I knew it was in here and I wanted to remember it. He says, when the subconscious mind must choose between 
deeply rooted emotion and logic emotions um, will almost always win. And so that has to do with everything to how we spend our time, um, how we spend our money, uh, what, what do we do um, within our businesses, how we perform. And um, so the reason why that, that's, that's one of the things is one of them that I heard yesterday is because of the feather thing. <laughs> and I, it just made me chuckle, okay? But I do remember back when I was um, May, I was traveling back from my nephew's graduation. We were actually out in the middle of nowhere, out in the middle of the Navajo Nation. And we, I noticed my odometer. I'm a numbers person. I, I'm a naturally love numbers and attracted to them. So everybody think notices their own different things. And once we got to a certain point, I took a picture of my odometer. I don't know why I did that. I, I never even sent it to anybody. Maybe I'll share it with you guys though. But this is the number that, uh, I, that it, it came across. So here you go. Yeah, there you go. Isn't that a cool number? <laughs> now I didn't see it as a sign for anything, but I think we subconsciously notice things that could reaffirm things that are in our, you know, back up in here. Um, and another case in point that I came across, it just happened on the same day. That's why I feel like um, what are you searching for to create your own luck? Where, where are you going to go? So logic versus emotion, you know, um, and I want you to really understand that in most cases, your mind will be most willing to obey the emotional part of it. And so um, that's what you got to pay attention to. But the other thing, my kid, my kids love to watch a show called um, The Brain Game, I think is what it's called. It's a show, it's not actually a game, but brain games. And what it talks about is everything that has to do with the mind and the subconscious. And so the way that we view things, perspective, whether we're close to something, whether we're far apart, how our eyes and our receptors interact with our brain and what it perceives and how it chooses to, to um, process the information. And then you have that input and that output response. And one of the things that they did, it was they took four different people and they put them around a large Ouija board table. Now, I don't agree with Ouija boards. I think they're a load of katui, patui, whatever. Um, and I just, I was telling my kids, I'm like, don't you ever do that. <laughs> but it was interesting to see kind of on a subconscious level how that all works. And they each had different levels of belief on whether this was actually a real thing, whether they can actually have a seance and communicate with the spirits. And it was kind of interesting that all together, you know, they barely put their fingertips on this little thing that it's, I don't know, it looks like a teardrop. You guys know what I'm talking about. It has a circle in the middle that when it lands on something, that is the spirits communicating to you. Uh, what you need to do or their answers, that sort of thing. So when they were doing that, they would ask the guy that was in charge was asking these individuals, so who has died recently? And then they would start spelling out stuff. And um, how did they die? And again, start spelling out stuff. And they were all swearing that they were not moving that, that, little, that little device. Um, and, and so they were getting all these answers and those who didn't believe were all of a sudden believing and, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to do a little, um, I'm going to adjust a little bit here. You're all going to put on blindfolds 
And so he had them put on blindfolds. And again, they put their fingers on the little board and he would ask him the question and it would move around and it was much less um, coordinated, I guess. I don't know if they were all just pushing and pulling and they swear they were not touching the thing that was just moving on its own accord, but it would land in the weirdest, most random spots. And so he showed to him afterwards, like, okay, remove your blindfolds. And he showed to him, okay, this is the year that your grandpa was born according to what you did. And it was like JK and landing at different parts of the board. So it was absolutely, uh, you know, it didn't relate to anything. And so the explanation there, because this is, this is scientifically back. Like I, I'm a science person. That's what I get. But when it came to that, it had to relate their subconscious mind to them not really knowing where they were like kind of pushing that not even being aware that they were engaging their muscles in that thing and so I want you to really think the power of the subconscious mind and where it can lead you and so it can lead you to wherever you want you want to change the output you got to change the input you got to change the programming um, and Dr. Helmstetter he in his book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I know this is a little bit different than what we're talking about right now in creating your own luck, but he he talks about the power of positive thinking. He says that most people believe in positive thinking, but why don't more people get to where they need to go if they immerse themselves so much in positive thinking? It's because it's like running towards a chasm, jumping, And that positive thinking only gets you 90% of the way. You cannot make it on the other end because there's still that gap. There's still that part of you um, that tells you you're not going to go where you need to go. And so you got to change your inputs in a lot of different ways. And that takes time and it takes practice. So I would say if you want to create your own luck in your own business, I would say stop looking for signs that tell you what you need to do and just get busy. And just go and um, get done what you know you need to get done. So not that you should not do positive thinking, not that you shouldn't read because all that really, really helps. But action is a huge, huge part of that. So when a feather lands at your feet, I want you to think, I am the creator of my own destiny. I am going to go where I know I need to go. And I'm capable of more than I think I am capable of. And you're going to work towards that as a progression. So I want you, you know, what is one thing that you can do to change your output? What is one thing that you can do to create your own luck? And so I'm excited to see what you're going to put. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good one.